welcome to The First Home Guidebook, a podcast exclusively for first home buyers. I'm Amy Linardi, a buyer's agent who has helped over a thousand people buy a property in the last decade. I'm here to share my property expertise and insider tips to help give you the confidence to buy your first home. Plus, I'll also be bringing to you property stories from first home buyers about how they managed to get into the market, which will hopefully inspire you in your own home buying journey. Let's get into it. Auctions can be an incredibly stressful situation for a lot of buyers, especially if you've never bid on anything before, except maybe going online and buying something on eBay. And at an auction, what is outside your control is what other people are prepared to pay. Ultimately, if someone else has more money than you and they bid higher than you, That is outside of your control. But what is within your control is all of the prep work that you put in before that auction and then the things that you also do on auction day and during that bidding process. I have been to thousands of auctions over the last decade and I have bid at hundreds of auctions and I quite often see the same types of mistakes being made by buyers consistently at auctions. So in this episode, I am going to share five mistakes, which I frequently see buyers make and how to avoid them. The first one, and this is by far the most common and the most important and the easiest one to avoid is to set your auction bidding limit before the auction. I know that this kind of sounds obvious, but the reality is most people don't figure out what their absolute walkaway price is. That is the price that you don't necessarily want to pay. It's the price which you would only pay if you absolutely had to, if there was competitive bidding. And of course, this price isn't beyond what you can afford or what you're comfortable with, but it's the price where if someone else paid a dollar more, yes, you would be disappointed, but you would be happy to let it go because that is the absolute no regret walkaway limit that you're prepared to pay. And what I often see bidders doing is stopping during an auction or pausing And very clearly, I can see that they've gotten to what they think was maybe their limit, but it's not really their limit because they start to slow down. Maybe they'll turn to their partner or their parents or whoever they're there with, or they'll jump on the phone, or they'll just take a pause to start to then think about what they're going to do next. And perhaps they will continue bidding a little bit more. But by slowing down and taking that pause, what they've done is firstly, they've indicated to other buyers who they're bidding against that they're pretty much at their limit. So that can, in some instances, give reason for those other buyers to keep going because they feel like they've nearly got it. And it also puts that buyer in a really stressful position because all of a sudden they are having to make big financial decisions under pressure with limited time to think and a lot of other people looking at them. 
And what sometimes happens in these situations is they either end up paying more than they wanted to or more than they can afford in some situations, but other times perhaps they stop bidding at a lower price than what they really would have considered paying because they didn't have the time to think and process that information. So what buyers often do is have a rough idea in mind about how much they want to spend or how much they prefer to spend, but they don't put that really thorough consideration into that exact dollar figure. So before the auction, ideally in the week leading prior, not the morning of the auction or ideally not even the night before the auction, you are having a really thorough think about that limit and being on the same page as your partner, of course. Sometimes it is helpful to work down from a price that you wouldn't or couldn't pay and then working your way down and having a play with numbers until you get to that sticky point where you say, oh, I really would prefer not to spend that price, but I absolutely would if I really had to. That's the number that you need to take along in your back pocket at auction day. And of course, the goal is to spend less if you can, but at least you've got that prepped and ready. And then on auction day, all you have to worry about is bidding confidently up to that level and not a dollar more. And then you won't have any remorse or regrets if you wake up the next day and you'd missed out for a price that you potentially would have considered paying. The second mistake, which I sometimes see, and I actually saw it happen on the weekend where I was bidding at auction, and some of the buyers got a little bit confused as to where the bid was. So they didn't realize that they were actually holding the top bid and the agent went to confirm their bid and they said, oh no, we're not, we're not paying anymore, not realizing that they had the highest bid. And then that showed the other buyer that they were at their limit. And I've also seen buyers accidentally bid on top of themselves in the heat of an auction and things are going really quickly and the auctioneer is screaming things out and numbers are flying around everywhere. It can get a little bit confusing. So I've seen some buyers who have not realized that they're holding the top bid and the agent says something and they bid again and they've essentially just bid on top of their own previous bid. So if you are bidding in an auction situation and things are going fast, you are always more than welcome. And I highly encourage you to take a moment and clarify where things are at with the auctioneer. There's nothing embarrassing about doing that. In fact, I do it all of the time because sometimes as well, the auctioneer gets numbers wrong. Even though they've sometimes got apps or people behind them standing there keeping notes, I have had plenty of situations where the auctioneer has muddled up the numbers. And in which case, I will always clarify it. And in some situations, I've actually had to politely tell them where the bidding is up to. But again, you don't want to be in a situation where you're confused or muddled or feel stressed or not sure what's going on and then not be in a position where you can make the right next move. So always feel free to clarify where the bidding is at, the number it's up to, and who is holding the highest bid. You are absolutely allowed to do that and please don't feel embarrassed about doing it either. 
Did you know that the first home guidebook is also an online course where I teach you everything you need to know about buying your first home? You can find out more at thefirsthomeguidebook.com.au where you can also download my free checklist, which is a hundred things to look out for at a property inspection. Just head to thefirsthomeguidebook.com.au. The third mistake, which I often see, is buyers who overthink things or over-strategize. So sometimes they might have a friend or well-meaning family member who say something to them like, don't bid until the last minute. But if you wait and you don't bid and you're waiting till the very last moment to bid, well, firstly, if you wait too long, In some situations, you might actually miss out. And I have seen, not too often, but I have seen situations before where the hammer falls and someone bids afterwards and they're too late. So don't risk that happening. But further to that, if you wait and you're overthinking things and you haven't put your hand up as yet and you're waiting to see what happens, I can assure you that will be much more stressful for you. And in which case you're creating unnecessary stress. Over-strategizing can also happen when you've had well-meaning advice to tell you what kind of increments to bid in or where to stand or how to look, all different types of things. And as a professional bidder, I absolutely have certain strategies and things that I do and implement to give me a bit of an edge. But please don't overthink things because you will stress yourself out you'll sometimes get overwhelmed and confused. And in which case that makes it really hard for you to then be as confident with your bidding as possible. And that's really what we ideally want to be achieving for you to be in a position where you can be confident and you can yell your bids out loudly and confidently. And that is really the best position that you can put yourself from a strategic point of view. So please do not try and overthink the strategy. The fourth mistake, which I sometimes see, is when buyers don't prepare for a pass-in situation. A property will pass in at auction if the bidding does not reach or exceed the vendor's reserve price. And sometimes a property will pass in because they don't have any interested buyers. Sometimes it's a bit of bad luck. Maybe they had a few buyers interested and then they didn't rock up on auction day, someone couldn't get their finance or another buyer went and bought something else or a property could pass in because maybe the vendor's reserve is just way too high. But for whatever reason, you need to prepare as to what you will do and say in case that property does pass in. So preparing that walk away, won't spend a dollar emergency competitive bidding limit But then what will happen if the property unexpectedly or expectedly passes in? Because these can be really high pressure situations. Sometimes the agent will then put some time pressure on you to make a decision relatively quickly. Some agents have that as a bit of a strategy where they say, we've got five minutes to negotiate and otherwise we're going out to other buyers or they've got to get off to another auction, for example. So in which case 
you need to have a think about what you might say or what your angle of negotiation might be in case that happens. Bearing in mind that in some instances, the agent will tell you a reserve that's actually higher than what the reserve really is. And that is to potentially give themselves a bit of room to negotiate in the same way that a buyer will sometimes come in at a lower price than what they are really prepared to pay. So first of all, don't be put off if all of a sudden the reserve is above where you were expecting it to be. But then your negotiation strategy might be to do with utilizing some comparable sales that have recently sold to help support your idea of value for that property. Or it may be a case of you saying that you have a a restricted budget and this is all you could spend. Or it might be the case of saying that you're borrowing some extra funds from family. Or perhaps there's another property that you've already identified that goes to auction the week after and that's your backup plan. So regardless of what happens, you should have a bit of a story of a bit of an angle about how you're going to approach in the negotiations. And a lot of this could sometimes depend on the conversations that you've had with the agent before the auction as well. But the key thing here is to think about it beforehand, to not be put on the spot. And also if you're put in a high pressure situation, make sure that you give yourself a bit of space and some time. And the last mistake is when buyers who are particularly nervous don't get someone else to bid for them. So if you are really nervous about the idea of an auction or feeling overwhelmed or feeling like you just won't be able to do it justice, I do encourage you to consider getting someone else to bid. So this might be someone professional who you pay, like a buyer's agent who bid at auctions every single weekend, or it might be a confident friend or a family member. At an auction in many, but not all instances, the person who has the most money will typically buy the property, but it is certainly not always the case. I have bid at auctions before where I've been the successful buyer on behalf of a client and I've had people come up to me either after the auction or in the weeks following the auction to hire me as a buyer's agent or to bid for them. And they've said to me, we had more money to spend, but we didn't keep bidding because we thought you were just going to keep going. We didn't think we had a chance. And I've also been watching auctions before where I've been standing behind bidders and I've heard them whisper to their friends or family member and say, oh, there's no point in keeping on bidding. That other person's just going to keep going higher. We've got no chance in getting it. So there is a lot of psychology at an auction. And when I, as a professional bidder, am bidding, I am bidding very loudly, very confidently, and very quickly. And that is my strategy. And that can be advantageous for me if there are other buyers there who haven't done that prep work in setting their upper budget and who are unsure and not confident. And in which case, in some situations, they may stop bidding prematurely or under what they could really truly pay if they had more confidence or time to think about it or had put in prep work prior. So it's certainly not always the case that the person with the most money gets the property. 
And in which case, if you don't think that you can bid confidently, it may be worth considering outsourcing. Thanks for listening. I hope this has been helpful and good luck if you are planning on attending an auction anytime soon. Information provided in our podcast is general in nature and does not constitute financial advice. Every effort has been made to ensure the information is accurate. Listeners must not rely on this information to make investment or financial decisions.